Hello, my name is Apostle Lula Stoughton, and I thank God for the Torah portion reading tonight um, or today. Um, we're in Torah portion number 40, which is called Balak, and the meaning of Balak is um, Balak. That's what it means. <laughs> it's spelled B-A-L-A-K. It's called Balak. That's the Hebrew term for Balak. That's what it means. And the scripture is found in the book of Numbers, um, the 22nd chapter. We're starting at the 2nd through the 9th verse. Numbers 22, the 2nd through 25, and the 9th verse. I want you to follow me as I read the Torah. And Balak, the son of Sapor, saw all that Israel had done to the Amorites. And Moab was very afraid of the people because they were many. And Moab was distressed because of the children of Israel. And Moab said to the elders of Midian, Now this company will lick up all that are around us, like the ox licks up the grass of the field. And Balak, the son of Sapor, was king of the Moabites at that time. At that time, he sent messengers, therefore, to Balaam, the son of Beor, to Petorah, that is by the river of the land of the children of his people, to call him, saying, Behold, a people came out from Egypt. Behold, they covered the face of the earth, and they lived next to me. Therefore, thou come, I pray you, curse this people for me, for they are too mighty for me. Perhaps I shall prevail, we can strike them, and so I can drive them out of the land. For I know that he whom you bless is blessed, and he whom you curse is cursed. Balaam. And the elders of Moab and the elders of Midian left with the rewards of the divination in their hand. And they came to Balaam and spoke the words of Balak to him. And he said to them, And I shall bring you word again as the Lord will speak to me. And the princess of Moab stayed with Balaam. And God came to Balaam and said, Who are these men with you? And Balaam said to God, Balak, the son of Sapor, king of Moab, has sent to me, saying, Behold, there is a people that have come out of Egypt, and it covers the face of the earth. Come now, curse them for me. Perhaps I shall be able to overcome them and drive them out. And God said to Balaam, You will not go with them. You will not curse today are blessed. And Balaam, woof, 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 woof. Lord Jesus, 
Boy, we are in the season of Tammuz. And this Torah portion fits right in the month of Tammuz. And Balaam rose up in the morning and said to the king, uh, princess of Balak, Go back to your land, for the Lord refuses to give me leave to you. I mean, to um, I'm sorry, refuses to give me leave to, to go with you. And the princess of Moab rose up, and they went to Balak and said, Balaam refuses to come with us. <laughs> and Balak sent still again princes more than greater than they, and they came to Balaam and said to him, Thus says Balaam, the son of Sapor, Let nothing, I pray you, hinder you from coming to me, for I shall promote you to very great honor, and I shall do whatever you say to me. Come therefore, I pray you, curse this people for me. And Balaam answered and said to the servants of Balak, If Balak will give me this house full of silver and gold, the word of the Lord, my God, to do less or more. Now therefore I pray you, stay here this night too, so I may know what more the Lord would say to me. And God came to Balaam at night, and said to him, If the men come to call you, rise up, go with them. But yet the word which I shall say to you, that will, let me turn the page, you do. And Balaam rose up in the morning and saddled his donkey and went with the princess of Moab. The Lord uses a donkey. <laughs> and God's anger was kindled because he went and the angel of the Lord stood in the road to be an adversary against him. Now he was riding on his donkey and his two servants were with him. And the donkey saw the angel of the Lord standing in the way and his sword drawn in his hand and the donkey turned aside out of the way and went into the field and Balaam struck the donkey to turn her into the road but the angel of the Lord stood in a path of the vineyards a wall being on this side and a wall on that side and when the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, it thrust itself to the wall and crushed Balaam, Balaam's foot against the wall, and he struck it again. And the angel of the Lord went further and stood in a narrow place where there was no way to turn either to the right hand or to the left. And when the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, she fell down under Balaam, and Balaam's anger was kindled, and he struck the donkey with his staff. And the Lord opened the mouth of the donkey, and it said, to Balaam, 
what have I done to you that you have hit me these three times? And Balaam said to the donkey, because you have mocked me, I wish, I wish there were a sword in my hand, for now I will kill you. And the donkey said to Balaam, am I not your donkey upon which you have ridden ever since I was yours to this day? Did I ever attempt to do so to you? And he said, no. Then the Lord opened Balaam's eyes and he saw the angel of the Lord standing in the way and his sword drawn in his hand and he bowed down his head and fell on his face. And the angel of the Lord said to him, why have you hit your donkey three, these three times? Look, I purposely came out to stop you because your way is perverse before me. And the donkey saw me and turned from me these three times. If it had not turned from me, surely now I would have slain you and saved it alive. And Balaam said to the angel of the Lord, I have sinned, for I did not know that you stood in the way against me. Now, therefore, if it displeases you, I shall go back again. And the angel of the Lord said to Balaam, go with the men, but you will, own, will speak over that I shall speak to you. So Balaam went with the princess of Balak. And when Balak heard that Balaam had come, he went out to a city of Moab to meet him, which is at the border of Ammon, which is at the furthest end of the border. And Balak said to Balaam, Did I not earnestly send for you to call you? Why did you not come to me? Am I not indeed able to promote you to honor? And Balaam said to Balak, See, I have come to you. Now do I have any power at all to say anything? The word that the Lord puts in my mouth, that will I speak. And Balaam went with Balak, and they came to Karak Herzog. And Balak, Balak offered oxen and sheep and sent to Balaam and to the princes that were with him. And it happened on the next day that Balak took Balaam and bore him up into the high places of Baal, that there he might see the farthest part of the people. Balaam prepares. And Balaam said to Balak, Build seven altars for me here, and prepare seven oxen and seven rams for me here. And Balak did as Balaam had spoke. And Balak and Balaam offered a bull and a ram on each altar. Then Balaam said to Balak, Stand beside your burnt offering, and I shall go. Perhaps the Lord will come to meet me, and whatever he shows me, I shall tell you. And he went to a high place, and God met Balaam, and he said to him, I have prepared seven altars, and I have offered 
upon each off altar a bull and a ram. And the Lord put a word in Balaam's mouth and said, Return to Balak and you will say this. And he returned to him, and lo, he stood by his burnt offering, he and all the princes of Moab. And he took up his sand and said, Number one, Balaam, the king of Moab, has brought me from Aram out of the mountains of the east. Come curse Jacob for me and come defile Israel. How will I curse whom God had not cursed? Or how will I defile whom the Lord has not defiled? For from the top of the rocks I see him, and from the hills I behold him. Look, it is a people that lives alone, and it is not reckoned among the nations. Who can count the dust of Jacob and the number of the fourth of Israel? Let me die the death of the righteous, and let my last end be like his. And Balaam said to, uh, uh, Balak said to Balaam, What have you done to me? I took you to curse my enemies, and behold, you have blessed them all together. And he answered and said, Must I not take heed to speak that which the Lord has put in, in my mouth? And Balaam and Balak said to him, Come, I pray you, with me to another place from where you may see them. You will see only the furthest part of them and will not see them at all, and curse them for me from there. And he brought him to the field of Zephram, to the top of Pisgah, and built seven altars and offered a bull and a ram on each altar. And he said to um, Balak, Stand here by your burnt offering while I meet him yonder. And the Lord met Balaam and put a word in his mouth and said, Go again to Balak and said thus, and when he came to him, behold, he stood by his burnt offering and the princes of Moab with him. And Balak said to him, What has the Lord spoken? Let me turn the page. <laughs> and he took up his parable and said, Number two, rise up, Balak, and hear, listen to me, you son of Zippor, God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should be sorry. Has he said, and will he not do it? Or has he spoken, and will he not make it good? Hallelujah. Look, I have taken the message to bless, and he that had blessed and I can't reverse it. He has not held iniquity in Jacob's, nor has he seen evil deeds in Israel. The Lord is God is with him, and the shout of a king is among them. God who, who uh, brought them out of Egypt has as if were the strength of a buffalo. Surely there is no enchantment against Jacob, neither is 
there any divination against Israel according to this time it will be said of Jacob and of Israel who has dark wrath behold it is a people that will rise up as a lioness and lift itself up as a young lion he will not lie down until he eats the prey up and uh, eats the prey and drinks the blood of the slain and Balak said to Balaam do don't curse them at all or bless them at all but Balaam answered and said to Balak did I not tell you saying all that the Lord speaks that I must do and Balak said to Balaam come I pray you I shall bring you to another place Perhaps it will please God that you may curse them for me. And Balak brought Balaam to the top of Peor that looks towards Jesmonia. And Balaam said to Balak, Build seven altars for me here, and prepare seven bulls and seven rams for me here. And Balak did as Balaam had said, and offer a bull and a ram on each altar. Balaam's third try. <laughs> and when Balaam saw that it pleases the Lord to bless Israel, he did not go as at other times to seek for enchantment, but he set his face towards the wilderness. And Balaam lifted up his eyes, and he saw Israel standing according to their tribes. And the Spirit of God came upon him, and he took up his hand and said, Balaam, the son of Peor, has said, and the man whose eyes are open has said, he that said, who heard the words of God, who saw the vision of the Almighty falling into a trance but having his eyes open number three how goodly are your tents O jacob your dwellings O israel like the valleys they are spread forth as gardens by the river riverside like aloes which the lord has planted and like the cedars besides the water he will pour the water out of his buckets and his seed will be in many waters and his king will be higher than Agar, A, I'm sorry, Agag, and his kingdom will be exalted. God who brought him out of Egypt is to him like the strength of a wild ox. He will eat up the nations, his enemies, and will break their bones and pierce them through with his arrows. He kneel, he lays down as a lion and as a lioness who will stir him up. Blessed is he who blesses you, and cursed is he who curses you. And Balak's anger was kindled against Balaam, and he struck his hand together, and Balak said to Balaam, I call you to curse my enemies, and behold, you have altogether blessed them these three times. Therefore now flee to your place. I thought 
to um I thought to promote you to great honor, but see the Lord has kept you back from honor. And Balak, uh, Balaam said to Balak, Then I not also tell your messengers whom you sent to to me, saying, If Balak will give me his house full of silver and gold, I cannot go beyond the commandment of the Lord to do good or bad of my own mind. But what the Lord says, that I will I speak. And now behold, I am going to my people. Come, I shall advise you what this people will do to your people in the latter days. And he took up his sand and said, Balaam, the son of Beor, has said, um, and the man whose eyes are open has spoken. He has said, who heard the words of God and knew the knowledge of the Most High, who saw the vision of the Almighty, falling into a trance, but having his eyes open, I shall see him, but not now. I shall behold him, but not near. There would come a star out of Jacob, and a scepter will rise out of Israel, and will strike the corners of Moab, and destroy all the children of Seth. And Edom will be a possession. Seir also will be a possession for his enemies. And Israel will do violently. Out of Jacob will come the one that will have dominion and will destroy him from the city who remains. And when he looked on Amalek, he took up his hand and said, and said Amalek was the first of the nations, but, but his latter end will be that he perished forever. And he looked on the Kenites and took his parable and said, your dwelling place is stronger and you will put your neck in a rock. Nevertheless, Canaan will be wasted until Syria will carry you away captive. And he took up his sand and said, Alas, who will live when God does this? And the ships will come from the coast of Kitten and will afflict Assyria and will afflict Eber and he will also will perish forever. And Balaam rose up and went and returned to his place and Balak also went his way. Balak takes um, Balaam's advice. And Israel stayed in Acacia and the people began to commit haltry with the daughters of Moab. And they called the people to the sacrifices of their gods. And the people did eat and bow down to their gods. And Israel joined himself to Baal Peor. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel. And the Lord said to Moses, Take all the leaders of the people and hang them up before the Lord against the sun. So the fierce anger of the Lord can be turned away from Israel. And Moses said to the judges of Israel, Slay every one his men that 
were joined to Baal Peor. And behold, one of the children of Israel came. Let me turn the page. Came and brought to his brother a Midianite woman in the sight of Moses and in the sight of the entire congregation of the children of Israel who were weeping at the door of the tent of meeting. When, and when Pinus, the son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron, um, the priest saw, he rose up from among the congregation and took a javelin in his hand and he went after the man of Israel into a tent and thrust both of them through the man of Israel and the woman through her belly. So the plague was stayed from the children of Israel and those that died in the plague were 24,000. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Woo, glory, 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 glory. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. The next part of the um the Torah teachings is um we found in the book of Micah, the um fifth chapter, the sixth through the sixth chapter, and the eighth verse. Michael, the um fifth chapter, I'm gonna turn to it. Let me turn to the book of Micah. Turn to the book of Michael. Here we go. I got it. Got it, got it, got it. Um, Michael, the um, fifth chapter. Let me turn to the fifth chapter. Got it. The fifth chapter, the um, sixth verse through the sixth chapter and sixth verse. Um, let me Let me see fifth chapter and the sixth verse and I'm going to read on down to the sixth chapter and the eighth verse and the remnant of Jacob will be in the midst of many peoples as the dew from the Lord as the showers upon the grass that do not delay for man or wait for the sons of men and the remnant of Jacob will be among the nations in the midst of many peoples as a lion among the beasts of the forest, as a young lion among the flocks of sheep, who, if he goes through, both treads down and tears in pieces, and no one can deliver. Your hand will be lifted up over your adversaries, and all your enemies will be cut off. And it will be in that day, says the Lord, that I will cut off your horses from your midst, and I shall destroy your chariots, and I will cut off the city of your cities of your land, and throw down all your strongholds, and I will cut off witchcrafts out of your hand, and you will have no more soothsayers. I shall also cut off your graven images and you and your standing images out of out from among your midst and you will no longer worship the work of your hands and I shall pluck up 
your groves out of your midst, so I shall destroy your cities, and I shall execute vengeance and anger and fury among the nations who did not obey. God, the Lord yearns for relationship. Now listen, obey what the Lord says. Get up, contend before the mountains. Hallelujah. Content before the mountains. Let the hill hear your voice. Listen the Lord's contention. O mountains and you strong foundations of the earth. For the Lord contends with his people and he will plead with Israel. O my people, what have I done to you? And how have I weary for you? Respond to me. For I brought you up out of the land of Egypt and redeemed you out of the house of bondage. And I sent before you Moses, Aaron, and Miriam. O oh, my people, remember now what Balak, king of Moab, consulted, and what Balaam, the son of Beor, answered him from Shittim to Gilgal. So you will know the act of loving kindness of the Lord. With what will I come before the Lord and bow myself before God on high? Will I come before him with burnt offerings and with calf of old? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Will the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams or with ten thousands of rivers of oil? Will I give my firstborn for my transgression, the uh, fruit of my body for the sin of all. Um, will I give my firstborn for my transgression, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? Um, he has shown you, O oh man, what good, what is good, and what does the Lord require of you, but to do justice, to love loving kindness and to let me turn the page walk humbly with your god the lord's voice cries to the city and the band of wisdom will see your name obey the rod and the one who has appointed it amen hallelujah 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 glory to your name jesus so now the last um part of the Torah, which is um, in the New Testament part of the Torah, which is found in 1 Corinthians, the first chapter, the 20th verse through the 31st verse. Let me turn to 1 Corinthians. It's in the New Testament. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians, the first chapter. I have 1 Corinthians, the first chapter. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians, the first chapter, the 20th verse through the 31st verse. 20th, um, the 20th verse through the 31st verse. Where is a wise person? Where is a scribe? Where is a debater of this age? Was not God making foolish the wise people of the world? For since the world did not know God through his wisdom, in the wisdom of God, 
God took delight through the preaching of foolishness to save those who believe. And since Jewish people are asking for signs and Greeks are seeking wisdom, but we are proclaiming a crucified Messiah on the one hand, a stumbling block to Jewish people, and on the other hand, foolishness to heathens. But to those who are called to both Jewish and Greeks, we are proclaiming the Messiah of God and proclaiming the power and the wisdom of God because the foolish things of God is wiser than man and the weaker things of God is stronger than men. For you see your call, brothers, that not many are wise according to the flesh, um, not many are mighty in wealth and influence, not many well-born, but God chose the ignorant of the world so that he will put the wise to shame, and God chose the weak ones of the world so that he will shame the strong, and God chose the lowly of the world, even those who were despised, even the things that was nothing, so that he will make the ineffective the things that were, and thus no flesh could boast before God. But because of him, you are in Messiah Yeshua, who became wisdom from God in us, righteousness and also holiness and redemption, so that just as it has been written, the one who boasts must always boast in the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. Talking about God making the foolish things. Um, um, uh, um, sometimes God uses the foolish things to make the um the uh, the wise be confound because a lot of times the wise they won't acknowledge God so he used the foolishness to bring men to Christ and I thank God for um this taught um teaching today there are a lot of things that I would like to say but um I will um uh, elaborate on the later date may God bless you in Jesus name.